Hello and welcome to a VO's journey. My name is Anthony Pika and this podcast is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all the crazy things that I seem to step on. Today I've got a really cool episode. We are going to be talking about the production value of your demo and your samples and how this could be the number one reason why you are getting work or the number one reason why you're not getting work. Also, I want to take a quick moment to apologize to Jeff. Uh, I had some errands and stuff I had to run today, and Jeff was supposed to be doing the intro to the podcast, but I wasn't able to get him the script in time, and I needed to produce this. So, Jeff, don't worry. You'll be uh, doing the intro for the next time, for next week. But uh, I just wanted to thank you uh, for that as well and to let you know, uh, my bad. All right, so anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this, all right? Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So we are back. Thank you, all of you, for listening to Avio's journey. So, uh, like we talked about uh, in the intro, I'm going to be speaking about production value. And I mentioned it earlier in a quick Instagram video I did just earlier today. And, you know, it's been on my mind because uh, I've been doing, you know, a lot of talking to some people lately. Um, some uh, uh, people in the industry who run me you on know, the other side of the industry, meaning like, you know, they run the actual, uh, uh, you know, websites that we're on and so forth. And a lot of what I'm I'm hearing is the production value of what we are offering makes a huge difference. So let me kind of dive in here and tell you what I'm talking about. Now, let's say that you have yourself a demo and you have worked on it and you post it, okay? Um, when someone goes and listens to your demo, they're going to, yes, hear your voice, but they're also going to hear the music. They're going to hear the sound effects. They're going to hear the volume. They're going to hear the clarity. They're going to hear if there is any... Uh, weird uh, artifacts that are that you know are in your background, which is just a fancy word for you know uh, weird things going on with your uh, vocal frequencies. You know they're going to hear all of that. Now consciously, they make immediate decisions based on all that informi- uh, you know, information without really necessarily being able to identify all of those things. Unconsciously, all right, they are picking up all of these inconsistencies that are expectations in their minds of a professional. So their unconscious mind, all right, picks up these things, sends signals to their conscious mind, the conscious mind makes a decision. And this happens really quick, okay? Uh, it happens within the, the, the span of a, a second or two. So in the context of all of this, it is important then to think about how you are going about producing an incredible show. So if you've ever stopped and thought about your demo as a show, not just uh, some samples of what you can do, but also 
something that is fun and interesting to listen to. Because listen, in a world full of, of competition, now we are globally competing, okay? There has to be even more things that separate us. And the reality is, and if you listen to um, you know people who are making lots of money in this industry, you listen to their demos, their samples, you will notice right away that there is a very high production value to it. And I'm not just, you know, talking about how well their voices, their voices sound great, but it's the it's the production as a whole. Right. And, you know, this this is for a variety of reasons why people like that. You know, um, they they like it because it gives them an immediate sense of trust. And remember, I've talked about trust before, but it gives it gives the client an idea that they can trust that you are super professional. Now, most of the time, I'd say probably 90% of the time, no one, no, no customer ever asks me to make it, make my, you know, re, re, um, uh, use the music I used or the sound effects I use. They just want me to use that stone, that tile, uh, uh, stone tile, that's that, that tone and that style of the voiceover that I did in my demo. Okay. So, I mean, that's definitely something that I've, I'm asked all the time, but I'm never asked to, you know, add the music and the sound effects and all that other stuff. So I am a very big supporter of being able to produce what you are putting out there on your demo. But at the same time, your job, unless you have stated that, is not to reproduce your demo for someone. It is to reproduce the read that you have created. And you should be able to reproduce at least the 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 um the the EQ, the formatting of your voice in the raw format that it was used for that uh, demo spot or that sample. So that is really like that is something that I'm noticing more and more that a lot of um, voiceover artists, especially newer ones, are not doing. They're not focusing on the production side of their demo they're focusing on maybe trying to you know maybe you 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 get your demo or you're you're trying to make your own demo and you get six or seven different spots that you've 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 written the scripts for you know and and you're doing your best and you you uh you record them and you know you've you've worked hard on it you've added a little bit of music in the background that's great but you have to understand that you go up against people who have these demos that are really, really, really good. And I mean good by like, you know, the sound quality, the the effects, the uh, imaging, everything goes together like it was done uh, with a huge budget. Now, for better or for worse, we are competing with those people. We have to be aware of that and you can't deny that you are. So the challenge is, is for you to start working on upping your production value so that you can, you know, really entice people to buy from you. Because look, I mean, it's not, you're not fooling people, but you are, you are wowing them. I mean, it's the same thing with putting on a show, right? If I took in an, a concert, let's say you have a concert, right? And you go to see a concert and you see a band and let's say this band is really good. Okay. No matter where they perform, they're good. But let's say we take this band and we put it in like a, you know, a, a dump uh, bar at 1.30 in the morning, 
okay, that not a lot of people are at. They're still fantastic, and they put on, you know, and their singing is amazing. But, you know, they got a couple microphones, a few amps, uh, and, you know, a bunch of smoke from people smoking cigarettes. Okay, the production value of that is not going to be that great, and they're not going to be getting that much business. But you take that same band who's still incredible, and you put them on a stage with an incredible... Uh, you know, effects team and sound team and you put this show and they're flying around and, you know, you have all this stuff, lights and explosions and and effects going on. The production value has just gone through the roof and it's turned from a, you know, mediocre 1.30 in the morning show to a headlining show that is on every news channel the next day and, you know, sold out arenas around the world, right? I mean, you 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 have to... We have to, both of us, all of us, have to respect the idea that we are entertainers. And part of our auditioning is entertaining. And our samples, our demos, that is a form of entertainment that we are creating for people. And it must produce some sort of excitement within the person. Here's another thing. I've noticed that some people... Um, put together demos or samples and they're not thinking about what they're saying in the sample. Now you might think, oh, well, what's that important? I mean, they're just listening to my voice. And I, I would say that I beg to differ. They're not just listening to your voice. They're listening to what you're saying. They can't help but listen to the words you're saying. And what I mean by that is, is if you have a demo or a sample and these things that, that are in your demo and your sample are, you know, not upbeat, are... Um, that are talking about, you know, like death or talking about bad things or, you know, talk like there's a lot of negativity in your sample. I don't mean like, you know, you don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, like your ads are not, there's not, there's nothing inspiring. There's nothing exciting to listen to. There's nothing to make me say, man, this, this person really, really does it for me. Right. There's not, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you should ask yourself, did you actually spend any time after you got a script or you wrote a script and thought to yourself, if, if someone heard me say these words, what, does, what do I want them to feel when they say it? And then would they want to buy from me if they heard it, All right? Like if I, if I sat here and sent you a sample and it was me talking about, you know, um, uh, I sent you my sample of, you know, me doing Joe's morgue and, you know, we want your, your, your dead loved ones to, you know, be buried in peace. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if unless you were another morgue, that would probably not be the best thing for me to send to a media company who's trying to b- make inspiring videos about the future for a young generation. And I fear that we are doing this all the time. This is one of those things that not a lot of people talk about. And this is another one of those things where when we hear a demo and we pay people thousands and thousands of dollars, that's why we pay them so much. Because they understand the importance of the production behind it and put a lot of effort into the production. Because if you notice, most of those people, I mean, I do, and more more, more people are offering coaching for you vocally. But in the end, I mean, you're paying someone to, yes, coach you a little bit, but you're paying them for the production of your demo. And that production has to be entertaining. And it also has to inspire people to want to buy from you. 
So I really would like, you know, the first thing I want you to do is take a step back and listen to your work and your samples and really say, hey, is my stuff actually inspiring anybody? Is my stuff actually, you know, if I listen to this, would I buy from me or would I think, boy, this is depressing? All right, because you have to understand that we are also dealing with people subconscious or their subconsciouses when they're, they're choosing to buy from us or choosing to reach out to us. Okay, now I'm not saying that everything you do needs to be inspiring, but I'm saying you need to have things that are going to entice people to buy from you. Really, I, I just did this uh, video on Voquimp. And it was really cool because Voquent's had a lot of updates. Uh, the video will be live soon. Uh, Voquent came out with a whole bunch of updates. So I wanted to do a new video uh, on how to sign up with all the new updates. But more importantly, they also came out with some great, a, a whole new way to look at your samples and uploading them. What they did is they took all their data uh, from, from all the searches and everything that, that producers and, and hiring you know, clients are, are using. And they put it together and realized there was, there was these six main topics that were being searched. And within those six topics, there was three different tones that people were looking for within these topics. And they put them together so that you uh, could see them and would upload samples in those six areas so that you would have a better chance of getting business, right? So I think that's really impressive. But here's the thing. That should tell us what someone is the that that should tell us that people are looking for specific things, but they're also looking for whether you're making them feel that way by what you're saying. And 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 I I, I know for a fact that when I talk to people, when I work with people, the script itself is usually like, you know, people we don't focus on a lot of us aren't focused on the script. I mean, and, and what I mean by that is we're not focused on what is the script actually saying. I mean, we're focused on whether it flows well, okay? And we might be able to identify a good script because we enjoy reading it. But think about it. I mean, have you actually listened to your words and say, huh, if I listened to this, how would it make me feel? If I heard this, would I be like, oh, man, this is cool. This guy is good, Right. Or this is really neat. That commercial is great. Or I could totally see this happen. Like I could totally see me using this guy or this gal. You've got to ask yourself these questions, because if you're struggling getting work. All right. Or you're getting work and someone's always asking you to sound like someone else. <laughs> I mean, it is something to think about. And I'm not saying that's bad. It's not bad. Work is work. But I'm saying you probably want to get to a point where you are generating samples where people are purchasing from you or buying from you because they like the way you sound and they want you to recreate how you did it. Okay? That's important. So to think of like that, you've got to look at what you've done and you've got to say, hey, what would inspire someone here? What would, make, what would be authoritative? What would be a confident? You know, what would be eloquent? What would be enticing? Use these words. And I'm, I'm pulling these straight from Voquin. You know what I mean? Because I just that video is just, you know, in my head right now. But the, the, the point I'm trying to make is, is that I want you to try to up the value of everything you put out. Everything. I've talked about how important your picture is. I've talked about it at nauseum, how important your picture is to look professional, to look interesting and enticing, all right, visually stunning. Your website, your social media platform, 
Everything you put out needs to be next level. You need to entice people every time they click on a link. You better have them going somewhere that is a that is kick ass. Excuse my French. All right? It needs to look amazing. Like you have spared no expense. And if you don't have the money, then you need to figure out to you need to send them to a place where there is a lot of money. Like you need to send them to Fiverr or Voquint will be there'll be a time where you can send you can send people finally to your profile on Voquint. You couldn't used to, but now you can. But listen, you need to send them to a place where it's going to look great. Send them to your Facebook page. You deck out a it's free. Deck out your business Facebook page. You've got to make your stuff look amazing. Because if you don't, you look like crap. And people aren't going to want to work with you. People want to work with people who look like they got their crap together. You can do that. All right. And I just wanted to spend this time on this one uh, podcast telling you about how the importance of this. And, and honestly, I, I don't ever hear anybody talking about this anywhere. I don't hear anybody talking about the production value of what you're doing, how important that is. But if you go and you listen, you know what? I challenge you. Go to voices.com. Go to pull up, you know, go to these sites or if you follow some big name voiceover artists, go go listen to their stuff. And I want you to approach it from a production value. Like the like the the production value. Do you see what do you see their spot being used? In your mind, what do you picture? Do you picture a live but a TV commercial, like a big commercial, or do you picture them doing it in their their, you know, their closet? Just be, and by the way, just because you do it in your closet doesn't mean it has to make people think that. Because it doesn't matter where you do the voiceover, it's the production value of it. It's creating the show, the entertainment. All right. Well, I think I've talked enough about that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I think this is episode 118. That's wild. Hey, make sure you check out my YouTube channel. It's a VO's Journey uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to that and uh, hit that notification button. I do go live Monday through Friday. I missed today because I had some errands to run uh, that were kind of time sensitive, so I had to take care of them. But make sure you check that out. Uh, also, make sure you share this with somebody. Uh, like it. Uh, leave a, it, would, it was always wonderful if you leave a review on iTunes or anything like that. That really helps out. I appreciate it. And thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.